0: What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back again today with Get the Ball Rolling. Happy to be here with you. It's been a while uh, now that college football season is over. I'm happy that I'm able to be here again with you and uh, everything that has happened, everything that has transpired. Once again, super happy. Uh, A really fun show set for you today. We're going to be kicking it off uh, with the Super Bowl. So let's do it. Alrighty, so like I said, we're going to be kicking it off with the Super Bowl. I what a great and wonderful game, and am I right? I now I understand this isn't really my domain. Uh, the NFL. I I like to hand off the the, the ball. I want to hand off the reins. I li- I like to do it with with in the Pill with uh you know 24/7 Ball Talk. Those are the people that I usually, you know, hand the ball off. Hey, you know what? You guys are the experts. You guys know what's up. I want to stick in my domain. I love me some college football and I feel like we do really good here. Now, I do want to say something before, I mean, we get going is that before NFL, there there's college, and so I like to look through for these guys before they get there. Hey, man, this kid's legit. Uh, You need to watch out for this guy when we get to the NFL. That's why I'm a little bit critical. I mean, this entire year, I was banging pretty hard on uh some of the players. I'm like, man, I, I don't think they're ready. I don't think they're legit. I don't think they can do it. And so... And that I guess it just prepares you as 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 listeners and as get the ball rolling family that you know you're ready to watch them on Sunday. Now uh, we kind of want to go through some of the rosters, uh, talk about the colleges in which they played at. I mean that's always fun uh, doing that. Looking at the stats, looking at how they impacted the game, and and really, yeah, there were. I mean Patrick Mahomes obviously is the most notable uh, character in. The Super Bowl, right? You know, Super Bowl, MVP, uh, everything that he could do and, and say. and I mean, he's the guy. He's he's now the face of the league. So we're going to break it down. Uh, I was on a podcast called The Sharp Angle Podcast, and I broke down kind of the keys to the Super Bowl and what I felt were my opinion. And if you guys uh, haven't listened to that, jump on that. It's only, a you know, uh, maybe a 10-minute interview. I'm on there, and I'm going to break down what I said. So we're going to start there, and then we'll transition into kind of the college stuff. Uh, a few of this uh, postseason news for you guys, we'll send you off really good. Uh, and obviously, we'll take our ad break sometime in there. Uh, one of the one of the things that I said on the podcast, I said, you know, I thought that the NFC was a harder conference this year. That was the first question asking. Oh, what's the harder conference? Now, I thought the NFC was harder, but... I said it with kind of a caveat. I said, you know, I feel like it's kind of like the Pac-12 in a way. And uh, I I don't know how that was received, but you know, the Pac-12 has some amazing competition, but when they get when they get down into the you know, the nitty-gritty, and uh, they they always beat each other up. Yeah, there's a couple people that rise to the top, i.e. Utah, i.e. Oregon uh, this year, but it wasn't anything that was, you know, over the top, like, oh my goodness, these guys are going to win the national championship. And that's kind of how I felt with the NFC. I kind of felt that like the Chiefs, despite, you know, the doubts that a lot of people had about the Chiefs, you know, around week five or six after you know, Patrick Mahomes goes down, I kind of thought, hey... I still think they're my my favorite. You know, the Baltimore, you can't ever... You can't ever trust something that's there that's quick. You know, kind of like the Wildcat offense. There for a while, it kind of threw people off. They adjusted to it, and look what happened. The Wildcat is, you know, it's used not as much as it once was. But I always thought, hey, you know... thought that they needed to prepare for lamar jackson they had to get back to his college tape we had a small sample size so despite a lot of people thinking that the ravens were going to win i had the chiefs you know mid-season and i kind of felt like they were the favorite to come out of the afc now in the the nfc i was like okay who's gonna win well we got the saints in there seattle in there uh the the 49ers were in there the vikings randomly the cowboys for the first little bit i mean there were so many teams that were being talked about in both uh in in Every conference in the NFC, you know, every division in the NFC, we were talking about every single person, uh, sports radio. I mean, f- my Buccaneers at one point had a shot. Now, we were eliminated early, but they were like, you know, they were going up against some big boy teams. I mean, they beat the Rams. It's got to count for something, right? Yes, I'm a Buccaneers fan. You guys can make fun of me. It is fine. It's nothing that my wife or my brother or my family doesn't do anyway because, you know, Buccaneers fan. We're, we're not uh, super good right now. But anyway, uh, really kind of an interesting little uh, thought there, right? That, that they just beat each other up. So when they get to the Super Bowl, it's kind of a letdown. Uh, yes, the last year I felt like the Rams, uh, just, you know, Gurley wasn't uh, 100%, you know, healthy for the Super Bowl or whatever that was and and the Patriots have down dominated and you can say it's because of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and he's the goat and blah 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 you can say those things but that's just kind of how I've always felt the NFC beats each other up it's really hard to come out of the NFC but when they get to the Super Bowl they've played harder competition leading up to that now some people would say well that's good right harder competition no sometimes sometimes it's good to be able to rest somebody the chiefs yeah they they haven't had too many uh injuries on on the side of the ball uh they were able to get healthy yeah they had uh, one of their safeties one of the Rookie safeties, he was able to to get healthy and stuff. But but anyway, I really will say I really liked this Super Bowl. But I said that that was the reason, and I thought the Chiefs were going to win. Uh, I I made a reference to the Avengers. Uh, there's there's a in the first Avengers movie, you know Loki is invading the the Metro, the, the New York, whatever, right? And Iron Man somehow gets him to come talk to him, and they go into Stark Tower, or, or you know, what was later, Avengers Tower. I'm getting really into the details, but I don't need to. He goes into the tower, and he's like, you know, he's like, "What? why are you talking to me? You know, he has like this the glowing scepter of doom or whatever Iron Man calls it, and he's like, well, you know, you've pissed every one of the Avengers off, dude. And he's like, yeah, I know. And he's kind of, you know, taunting him in, in, in kind of a way that I thought was a little funny. So he starts taunting him. You know, Iron Man and Loki start to talk. And he's like, you know, I'm going to come at you. I'm, I'm going to bring my army. They're coming. I called them down with my scepter of doom or whatever. And And he goes, I have an army. And then Iron Man says, I have a Hulk now i kind of imagine this you know shanahan and, and andy reed they go into you know they they have an interview they, they're sitting there talking to each other and they say kyle ah, shanahan's like you know andy you you had a really good season uh but i have a defense not only do i have a defense i have a rushing game i want to keep your mvp of last season off the field and i'm going to say hey we're going to run the ball until we're blue in the face. We live or die by the run. And we have all these things. And he kind of was like, Loki, I have an army. And then what does Iron Man say back? I have a Hulk, right? Well, and he goes, well, I have Mahomes. All right, you, you know what? You do that. You stick to your running game. You stick to everything. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to let Patrick Mahomes do Patrick Mahomes. Now, I've heard a lot of pushback that it wasn't a good game for him and blah, blah, blah. He... It was the Super Bowl in Miami. You're probably a little nervous. I didn't feel that he had a terrible game. I thought he played extremely well under the circumstances. Uh, People were saying, well, he was uh, being outplayed by Jimmy uh, Garoppolo. But was he really? I don't really know if if that's the case. Well, his passer rating, yeah, passer rating. But, I mean, eye test kind of just tells you, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, despite not playing, I'm not saying it was, like, an A-plus effort. I would say it was an average game uh, for him, right, which for the the main person is probably, like, I don't know, a, a, a... His average is probably like a B or an A minus, and most people, I thought for him he was playing a B minus game, but they were in it. It was 10 to 10 at halftime. I mean, come on. That is pretty good, considering that you're 10 to 10 at halftime, that the Niners were going to come in with this amazing rushing attack, and they were going to do all these things, and what happened? They were even at halftime. So I don't really want to get into the nitty-gritty of that. But you start looking through the stats, and you're like, well, where, how did the Chiefs do it? How did the Chiefs win? What what was their their signature thing? Well, number one, like, we're really going to get into the stats here as, as we talk about this. And uh, I want to defend... You know, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs had more first downs, same amount of passing first downs. They had more rushing first downs than the Niners. Oh, wait, but I thought this Niners team had an amazing run attack. Okay. Well, that's interesting, right? Third down efficiency. Niners were a little bit better, but they were only three of eight. Kansas City was six of 14. Fourth down efficiency, Kansas City was 66%. Uh, San Francisco uh, did not convert. Uh, overall plays, Kansas City ran more. Overall yards, Kansas City had more. Total drives, they had the same exact one. So you're like, okay, when you look at it, they had 10 drives. And Kansas City had more plays and more yards. And they had more first downs. Oh, wait, the Niners were playing their game. The Niners were playing into the Chiefs' hands. Oh, yeah, right. Because this is really a tale of it. Now I understand I, I don't have my halftime stats. But the stats were really even. I think it was 154 to like 151 at half time we're going into the half uh, obviously passing yards uh, Kansas City outpassed past them uh, and rushing yards San Francisco had a 20 uh, about 19 more yards than what Kansas City did uh, in the red zone uh, the Niners converted two of two Kansas City was three of four obviously uh, you know, kind of a little let down there. Penalties, the Niners should have a, uh, a couple more, but, I mean, it was pretty, it was a pretty blatant and a pretty bad penalty, and uh, Kansas City owned time of possession, so everyone's telling me that, you know, I'm listening to all these sports broadcasters and all this stuff, and I'm like, wait a second, you're telling me that Kansas City was playing a bad game. Yeah, they were down 20-10, to 10, but Patrick Mahomes, yes, he did throw the ball behind Tyreek Hill. That's kind of a crazy off the you know bounce weird weird kind of play with with Tyreek Hill there in that in that interception so I'm not going to give him uh any I'm not going to fault anyway so I'm thinking everyone's talking about yeah it was a bad pass whatever but I really felt like the Chiefs really were in control even though the Niners were up 20 to 10 I was like yo they have Mahomes something's going to give and I, and I said, now I don't know whether I said on the podcast or whether I said uh, this. I mean, I talked to my dad a little bit. I did say, and I watched the Niners a lot this year, not saying that uh, we're biased out here out west. But, you know, they they, they do the market games. Uh, I hardly get to see any Tampa Bay games. It's Seattle and San Francisco and Denver on my TV. And so on Sundays, I was able to, to, to really kind of study these 49ers. And I said, if the game is going to come out, the, the, game, the teams are so even. They're so ridiculously even that it's going to come down to who's better, Patrick Mahomes or Jimmy G. And I really think 9.9 out of 10 times you would take Patrick Mahomes, I mean, there's that one weird .1%, we're not, we're going to account for that or whatever, but you're going to be taking Patrick Mahomes, 100%, right, at least for me, I would take Patrick Mahomes, I said, it's going to come down to that, that at one point, the ball is going to be given to Jimmy G, and he's going to have to do something, now, it was, uh, I believe there was, you know, what, six, seven minutes to go, and they uh, hit hit Jimmy G out of bounds, which was ridiculous. I hated the way Kyle Shanahan reacted. Uh, like, bro, just because you, your quarterback's got to be able to take a hit. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't love it, but dude, this is a Super Bowl. He was inbounds. It wasn't a dirty play. Uh, sit down, buddy. You you blew a twenty eight to three lead. Like, you have zero jurisdiction to to yell at the refs there because that was ridiculous. Kind of annoyed me, if you can't tell. But anyway, after that hit, I turned to my friend and I said, I said, Jeff. Here it comes. Kansas City's going to come down now. They, they go down and they, they score. And then, you know, things started getting tight for San Francisco. Well, uh, I'm Kyle Shanahan, and for my last Super Bowl, oh, man, what did I do? Oh, wait, I started passing the football, and all of a sudden, I'm going to, hey, here's an idea. I'm going to start passing, even though I have an amazing run game. Oh, because that makes sense. And then Jimmy G, you know, we know what happens. They go on to score. Jimmy G has to lead the drive back. They sack him on fourth down. Yeah, did they miss the penalty uh, on the delay of game? True, but it wasn't going to happen. Did Jimmy G overthrow him? Yes, that's the whole point. The game was going to have to be won by Jimmy Garoppolo, and he is—he's he's an average quarterback. He's—and—and—and and, and people think of this as kind of like a swear word or whatever, or 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 kind of like a bad thought or whatever. He He's a system quarterback. That's what it is. Congratulations, buddy. You're a system quarterback. That is that is tremendous. There's not very many people that are like Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you hear it, you know, Dan Marino, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, whatever. There's not a lot of people that are like that in the NFL. So take it for what it's worth. A lot of people are system. Ryan Tannehill was not in the right system. He goes to Tennessee. He's in the right system. You're a system quarterback, buddy. You might be a little bit better. Well, he had... He had you know, he's seven and two in, in in big games. Yeah, okay, what what constitutes a big game? Well he beat New Orleans. Yeah, of course he beat New Orleans. That, I I called that and the entire time I was like it's gonna be a track meet but for whatever I didn't for whatever reason I didn't have faith in the Saints I watched uh, both games he played against Seattle and the games he played against Green Bay Green Bay was like a you know 13 and three 14 and three uh team disguising itself as a nine and seven team I didn't think Green Bay was much better than my buccaneers. Now, that being said, they were able to get to the NFC Championship, but I wasn't impressed, so I, I watched that game, I was like, meh, you know, uh, I thought it was more of an indictment on, on the Green Bay Packers than what it was on the Niners, and then I saw him play against Seattle, I saw Russell Wilson win the game in San Francisco, and had Fred Warner, had the, the, the pass interference been called? Okay, we'll we'll go with this. Had the pass interference been called, Seattle goes in as the number two seed. Green Bay's number one, I believe the Saints number three, and the Niners are like number four or or maybe it might get mixed up. But there was like it was crazy. That game meant everything. They didn't call the pass interference. And you know what? Fault on Seattle. They didn't get they uh you know they got a delay a game penalty on the one yard line. Now, there was still time. Yes, Jimmy G could have went out to win, but here's the thing. When you're sitting behind the hog mollies that are in New England and an extremely good offensive line in San Francisco, yeah, of course you're going to be good on game-winning drives. You've got protection. You know, you're going to Place it to your to your to your playmakers and stuff? Whatever. Then I hear another person say, Well, you know, Jimmy G didn't have as many playmakers. Are you freaking kidding me? I found it was the equal. George Kittle versus Travis Kelsey. I would take Kelsey, but Kittle is a rising star. Running back-wise, the San Francisco had the cake. San Francisco wins that battle. Who was the best receiver out there? Well, you would say Tyreek Hill, but Devo Sanders had an amazing game. Emmanuel Sanders didn't play too bad either. So it was even. But it came down to Jimmy G. It came down to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is just a better quarterback. And that's just how it is. Kyle Shanahan, dude, you blew it too. Next time you get there, if there is a next time, I mean, these, these teams are young. We always think that's going to last longer than it was. Look at my uh, my Seahawks. I, call, I say my Seahawks because I love Seattle. I love the Emerald City and stuff. Uh, Tampa Bay first, Seattle second, right? But... The Seahawks, I mean, you look at that, and they went to two Super Bowls, they won one, lost one. Now you can make an argument, yeah, I should have ran the ball, whatever, but that's not the point. What I'm saying is that it lasts, sometimes things, oh, it says it, objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. Really ending, there's no such thing as dynasties. You get one, maybe two shots outside of New England at at this time, and that's just how it is. So really, you maybe got one more shot, buddy, and then... You're canned, or you're just going to be a mediocre ten and six, nine and seventeen year in, year out. And probably what would you could argue is one of the toughest divisions in football with you know the Seahawks, the Rams the Cardinals and the 49ers. Hard for me to believe this. Uh Kyle Shanahan, you kind of blew it. Jimmy Garoppolo, your game was at best a C. I would probably put C minus. And uh it felt good to really watch it. Uh I there was at one point I was a little nervous, but I again I say that. I thought it was going to happen. Uh and when the Niners get tense, they they get tense. Game winning drives uh against, you know, Tampa Bay. You know, at home, those shouldn't count. The 49ers should not, you know, it should be uh, context is everything. Now, I understand it's the National Football League, but context is everything in this situation. Alrighty, so that was kind of my analysis. Uh We're going to break it down. We're going to talk now uh, after the Super Bowl thing. Yeah, I know. I had to do a Super Bowl podcast. Are you kidding me? Uh Even though it's get the ball rolling, got to love the Super Bowl. Uh And... Now we want to go into college. Where do they, these guys play? Uh, and then I want to kind of give the recruits kind of uh, some kudos uh, out there as well, give you my personal story as well, uh, a little bit into that, because really what matters is that you can play. It's not so much matter where you go. Uh, we'll kind of get into the colleges and stuff, You know, Pac-12, even into the conferences, SEC, ACC, that kind of stuff as well. So stay tuned. After the break, we're going to be bringing it back with the colleges and uh we'll probably sign off and go over a little bit of college football news stay tuned and we are back Ladies and gentlemen, after the break, thank you for that awesome intro. I'm loving that intro. Let me tell you, it is a lot of fun to be able to uh, mess around and really kind of learn the ins and outs of this business. Again, uh, we started just uh, one April ago. We've been here for about uh, nine months now, so uh, kicking it strong, hoping to to do everything that we promised that we would do for you, giving you guys the most in-depth of college football, and this is part Part of the college football uh, family, right? We were able to uh, look at their rosters. I want to give some big shout-outs to some of these teams. Uh, not only because we had some of these teams on our podcast, but really it's a big accomplishment when you get to the Super Bowl. We're going to talk a little bit about that and obviously highlight some uh, big-time names. Alrighty, so obviously we're going to get into it right now we've got jimmy Garoppolo out of eastern illinois uh we are working with them hopefully we can get them on the show he played there from uh 2010 to 2013 he had an amazing year in 2013 er, yeah in in 2013 he had a really really good Year I was uh, really impressed With the, the the stats that he Put up and I can understand why he was drafted Where he was drafted when he was Drafted uh, it, you gotta understand In the Missouri Valley Conference it's ex- Extremely hard to win Period uh, ner- I feel like it kind of come and go in waves Behind North Dakota State and South Dakota State uh, You know South Dakota having a good year Illinois State having good years in there uh, And Eastern Illinois despite A really bad season this year they were able to, you know, in 2013, they were the bomb, they were, you know, uh, killing it and doing everything that, oh, sorry, this is the Ohio Valley, I was, uh, anyway, they were able to win a lot in the Ohio Valley, but, uh, regardless, Jacksonville State, uh, really good team out there, UT Martin, uh, Murray State, giving them some shout-outs had them on, uh, the... The show before, so sorry about that. Had to had to get it right. Uh, they were actually able to make it all the way, uh, Jimmy G's uh, senior year. He was able to make it all the way into the FCS quarterfinals, so that just shows you how good of a quarterback he is. You know, big uh, shout out to him and, and what he was able to do there. Uh, he did lose to Towson by a score of 31 to 35, however, Towson went. On to uh face North Dakota State in the national championship game that year. Uh some other big names or notable names that you might want to that you might have uh recognized. Uh where did he go? Oh, Ross Dwelly came out of San Diego. Uh the Toreros, they're down there in the Pioneer League, uh playing extremely well, uh rocking it down there. Uh Kyle Uzek out of Harvard. Not only did this guy play at an FCS level, he also like graduated from Harvard dude big shout out with a touchdown in the Super Bowl uh big time there uh we're gonna keep on moving on uh we have a lot of teams teams such as you know New Mexico State Wyoming Montana State here with Mike Pearson on the offensive line uh some other teams like Stanford uh, got a lot of guys on actually a lot from the 49ers uh Fred warmer out of BYU and then obviously Mitch uh wish Kronowski out of Utah, my guy there. Uh, Big shout-outs there. Uh, Also, we had a dude... Uh, Number 51, Agil Al-Salar out of Florida Atlantic. Uh, Matt Breda, also the running back out of Georgia Southern. And uh, Mosert out of Purdue. Really kind of an interesting uh, little mix. Now we're going to get into the Chiefs. Obviously, we know Patrick Mahomes played for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Which, hey, you know what? That's down in Lubbock. I hear it's dusty. Never been down there. I hear it's in the middle of nowhere. But he was able to go there. He played well. He was kind of a gunslinger. uh, I feel like, in my opinion, the Chiefs, when they when they saw him, they were like, this is our guy. They went after him. Big shout out to uh, him. We got uh, Darwin Thompson out of Utah State for the Chiefs. Uh, big shout out there. We have Daniel Sorensen out of BYU. Uh, we also had, uh, Colorado State Pueblo, Mike Pinnell, uh, the defensive tackle, uh, here at Dixie State, I was able to, uh, I raced against Colorado CSU Pueblo, we're in the RMAC, uh, my first year here, we were actually in, uh, the PacWest, moved over to the RMAC, It's Division Two football, so big shout out there, uh, we have a guy, uh, Laurent Duvray-Tardif, the guard out of McGill, Canada, so he's been playing there, and, uh, Callan Saunders out of Western Illinois. We had Tono Capsgazron. Uh, That's a really hard name. Sorry if I uh, messed that out. Out of Nova, and uh, we have an Eastern Michigan guy, Central Michigan. I mean, kind of just all over the place. And this is this is a big shout out for these guys. West Alabama. Uh, these guys, they they work their butts off, and and I want to I want to say it as a college recruit. Uh, oh, the most sorry before I get into that uh Stanford had or Penn State had the had the most uh with five players on one team we got Iowa Oklahoma Clemson LSU Kansas State the Big 10 had the most amount of uh players in the yeah, Big Ten the most. We have the SEC, the second most, ACC number 12. Oh, and I had to give a shout-out to my guy out of Eastern Washington, uh, Kendrick Bourne. Big guy out of Eastern Washington. Congratulations for making it there. Uh, but anyway, what I want to say is uh, for those of you who are prospective uh, college athletes or for people that just want to get an insight into college athletics, really it doesn't matter where you you go uh, I believe That you need to do what's best for yourself And you got to give yourself the best opportunity uh, I love that these guys were able To go uh, you know CSU Pueblo he's playing in the Super Bowl So that does not matter again it matters Your work ethic your talent uh, And obviously your passion The, the love uh, passion is sometimes Overused I really feel like it's the love of the Game it, it's getting up at, at 430 5 o'clock in the morning going Out you know busting your butt Just to become better uh, getting in the those extra reps in the weight room, making sure you're stretching after practice, staying hydrated, eating uh, correctly, all those things are what matters. It does not matter the the, the the college or whatever. I mean, we we cover college and stuff. That's why I want to give the most uh, in-depth coverage, right, that we, we span. I mean, Kyle check I heard of him uh, a few years ago, but... You know, it's Judah out of Harvard is scoring a touchdown in the in the Super Bowl. I mean, big shout out there. You know, Eastern Illinois, Western Illinois, we have all kinds of uh you know, interesting teams. And you even look at the NBA, you have you know, you have Steph Curry out of Davidson, John Morant out of Murray State. Uh just because you know, you go, you go to those smaller schools does not mean that you're any less of an athlete than uh, if you went to one of the bigger schools. So uh, there's my kind of recruiting thing. You got to understand in, in college athletics, uh, it depends on, you know, what are they paying for? Are they paying for your housing? Are they paying for your tuition? Are they paying for food? Uh, What's exactly included? Some just, you know, cover tuition, some cover uh, different aspects, you know, maybe your textbooks and stuff. Uh, But it's it's legit. It's hard being a, a college athlete. Uh, having done it now, going into my fourth year, uh, it's it's one of the most rewarding experiences. You know, uh, obviously I don't play football. I, I run cross country. I did play football before, but uh, decided to that I was faster, a little bit better at cross country. I was better at distance. I can I can run. I can run a marathon, but I you know I can't run a forty time. I'm like a, a super slow on my forty time. But anyway, what I'm saying is, you know. Love the game. It does not matter where you go. Give these guys shout-out. Make sure to follow these guys uh, everywhere. And uh, we're going to be continuing to do that uh, with Get the Ball Rolling. So this has been pretty much our show. Wanted to kind of get into that. Uh, big shout-out to Andy Reid. Uh, I know that everyone was kind of dogging on him for not being able to, you know, win the big one or whatever. And uh, you know, can he get past the AFC-NFC Championship? he was really doing it with you know B to B minus to C plus quarterbacks you know Donovan McNabb a little bit better uh Kansas uh Kansas City obviously Mahomes did it a little bit better Alex Smith uh, I would take I would take Mahomes over it but you know shout out to him too for teaching Mahomes to be a pro I love the Super Bowl uh it's it's hardcore sad news that that uh, the Super Bowl's over but guess what we have the XFL and uh we'll probably be doing a uh a podcast about the XFL. Just because I don't want college football to stop, I noticed that a lot of these other guys, a lot of uh, these XFL guys are coming out of the FCS, coming out of D2, D3, NAIA, wherever it is, uh, out of Canada. We're going to be obviously following them a little bit might be doing a little bit of updates now we're going to be moving on to a little bit of college football news before we sign off obviously uh it is the off season A uh, big news today is uh mark d'antonio stepping down as the head coach of michigan state uh i find this to be absolutely insane i got the alert literally like 10 minutes ago on my on my phone uh I got to kind of let that simmer. Uh, one one of my friends just texted me, hey, are you going to talk about it on your podcast? Absolutely wild. We're going to get into Michigan State. Uh, he was a, a tenured coach, I believe, of around 20 years. Him and uh, Kirk Ferentz out of Iowa have been around for a very long time, so that's surprising. Another big news, uh, KJ Costello from Stanford transferring to Mississippi State to join Mike Leach. Now, you might think to yourself, Okay, uh, Mike Leach, who is this guy? Uh, you know, is he? I, I want to know, can he make KJ Costello like legit, right? Uh, I thought he did well with Gardner Minshew, I thought this year, uh, oh, Aaron Gordon, I didn't feel like he was as good. I, I like Gabe Govrud a little bit better. Obviously, I'm not Coach Leach, but I did not like KJ Costello, I don't like his. Uh, play I bet I was critical Of Stanford going into the season He's now a grad transfer at Mississippi State Kind of uh, an interesting Turn of events right that he goes to uh, Mississippi State And uh, hopefully he'll be Able to sling it I mean you know he's going to get a lot of yards We'll see how Mississippi State does down There uh, also Uh, There was a big article coming out about uh, the ex-Clemson backup, uh, quarterback Bryce, he's going to Duke, and about Miami Diaz, uh, he has a new hope for the Hurricanes, uh, the Miami Hurricanes, Uh, and I just want to kind of end off on this, I hope Miami can get it together, I hope the ACC can get it together, Uh, we'll definitely be following these stories again, uh, big news, breaking news, just barely, we have Mark D'Antonio stepping down as the Michigan uh state head coach uh we also had you know quarterback G- bryce transferring to duke from clemson uh and keisha costello going to mississippi state we're gonna be fil- following all of these hopefully we're able to get a couple more coaches on the podcast kind of recording in uh getting these guys to the best you know getting them on talking about them spring football is just around the corner we got the xfl uh hopefully we can kind of break it down Maybe like what we did here, maybe not super in-depth, but we'll be watching the XFL uh, here at Get the Ball Rolling. All right, well, we are signing off right now. Uh, Thank you for your continued support of Get the Ball Rolling. We love it so much. And uh, until next time, let's keep this ball rolling into next week, and uh, hopefully we can come out with another podcast for you. Until next time, have a wonderful week. Keep the ball rolling.